they tell a fictitious story of two friends who went out fishing and one of them fell off the boat and he drowned the friend comes to pay the wife a shiva call and he tells the wife you know I tried everything I tried to save him when he fell off the boat and I said to him give me your hand give me your hand and he refused and he drowned his wife said you should never have said that to him you see my husband he's a miser he doesn't give anything to anyone <laughs> you should have said to him take my hand take my hand <laughs> The holiday of Purim is a day of gladness and rejoicing. As it says in the Megillah, because of this day, we are supposed to celebrate by giving Meshloyach Manois Ish to give two ready-to-eat foods to your friend and Matonois Lev and to give gifts to the poor, at least two poor people. In addition, of course, to feasting royally on this day, Adoyoda, until you don't know the difference between blessed is Mordechai and cursed is Haman, and then to listen to the Megillah reading twice, one in the evening and once in the morning. Pertaining to the mitzvah of Matonis Lavyonim, pertaining to the mitzvah of giving gifts to the poor. It says in the Code of Jewish Law, that on this day, on the day of Purim, number one, there's the obligation, the mitzvah to give to at least two poor people charity. But it's called, not charity, it's called gifts. Gifts to the poor. And on this day, we don't ask questions. Why are you collecting? Who are you collecting for? But rather, call anyone who stretches out his hand. He needs to say nothing. Simply stretching out one's hand, we are obligated to give that person gifts, money, on this day. The Rambam says that even though there are many special mitzvahs on this day of Purim, like giving two ready-to-eat foods to your neighbor, and to feast royally until you don't know the difference between Mordechai and Haman, yet the greater mitzvah of all the mitzvahs of this day is to give gifts to the poor, matonos levyonim, charity and gifts to the poor. As the Ramam says, she'ein simcha gadoyla mufa'era, there's no greater joy and a joy that is more exalted and beautiful and honored than to bring gladness to the hearts of the poor and the orphans and the widows. So this is the mitzvah of giving charity to the poor. We know that every action is followed by a reaction. And so the remez, the hint of this mitzvah is that on this day of Purim, we are all evyonim, we are all paupers, we are all destitute in the eyes of God. Because compared to God's infinity, we have nothing. So even if throughout the year we feel that perhaps we're rich, we have so much money, and we are rich in knowledge, which is even more than money. Yet on this day, 
we acknowledge that we stand before God like evyonim, like paupers who are destitute. We have nothing. And on this day, we have the opportunity to stretch out our hand to God. And God, who is the ultimate balhabas, the ultimate rich man, the ultimate giver and provider and benefactor, God gives us whatever he can in a way of a matana, in a way of gift, even though perhaps we don't deserve it, even though we think we don't deserve it. And more than that, we know that we don't deserve it, yet we don't have to be embarrassed to stretch out our hand before Almighty God, and God will give us all the gifts that we need, including the ultimate gift, the gift of the coming of Mashiach to bring the world to peace and harmony and joy and healing which is called Simchas Olam Al-Risham, the greatest joy and gladness that the world can ever truly experience. So what is the drush? What is the homiletics? In other words, what is the reason behind this mitzvah? Why is it that on Purim, we say that there's a mitzvah to give two gifts, or rather a gift to two poor people, Matanois, Levyonim, what is the reason behind this gift? The Manis Levi says that the reason behind this gift is to bring hearts together, to join hearts, to strengthen unity amongst the people of Israel. Now, this is really because of the fact that on Purim, or the days that led to Purim, Haman went to the king. He went to Achashverosh. And he said to the king, you should know, Yeshnoi am echad mufuzar amim. There is one nation, the Jewish people, but they are separated. They are fragmented amongst the nations of the world. In other words, Haman told the king that the reason we have the power to destroy this nation is because they are not united. If they were united, nobody in the world has any power over them. But if they are fragmented, if they are divisive, if they are spread out through all the nations of the world, now we can destroy them. And so comes along the antidote to the decree of Haman. And on the holiday of Purim, we say, no, we are going to unite one with the other. First of all, I'm going to give my friends two rated foods. Even though I see him every day and we're friendly, I never give him food every day. But today, I'm putting, I'm giving him two ready-to-eat foods. And poor people, I'm going to give them today matonos. I'm going to give at least two poor people charity, and more than charity, gifts on this day. Why? To show that we are truly unified as one. This is one answer. Another approach of why we give gifts on this day as, is as the Rambam tells us. It's associated with simcha. It's associated with joy. Because this is a day that we were victorious over our enemy, Haman wanted to annihilate all the Jewish people. Can you imagine? You're sitting in your prison cell, knowing tomorrow morning, God forbid, you're going to be hanged. And the next morning, they say, okay, it's over. You're saved. You're going to live. The decree was removed you would truly be happy and rejoicing and dancing. Well, this is what we should feel every year on the holiday of Purim. And because it's a day associated with joy, we increase in joy. 
by having a big feast and drinking till we don't know if we're coming or going. And we share these gifts with our friends. And we give money to the poor to make them happier. By making them happier, we are happier. And we are rejoicing together. As the Rambam says, there is no greater joy and more beautiful joy and more profound and wondrous joy than to bring gladness to the heart of the poor people. So this is the reason of why we are supposed to give charity on this day. According to Kabbalah, the idea of giving charity to those that are destitute represents the attributes of Netzach and Hoid, which is victory and acknowledgement or splendor. And it's associated with the Arava, with the willow that we use on the holiday of Sukkot. And we know the willow has no smell, it has no taste, implying that one who serves God like an Aniva Evyoy, he realizes that he has nothing compared to God's infinity. So God will shower that person with all the love and all the kindness and all the gifts. To understand this on a deeper level, first and foremost, we call this charity, this giving, matonis, gifts to the poor. Now normally, the concept of sharing with the poor is known to be tzedakah, charity. So don't, why don't we say simply give tzedakah to the poor? Why the word matanus love you? And this is the, the mitzvah of the day, as the Rambam says, the main important mitzvah of the day. To give matanus love you, to give gifts to the poor. Why not simply say charity to the poor? Why, why the terminology gifts? So let's understand what the meaning of gifts is over the meaning of charity. So first and foremost, the nations of the world, when they give charity, the general philosophy is that I have a lot of money and perhaps a surplus of money. I don't need all this money. You know what? I might as well share it with other people that have less money than me. Or I give what you call a karban, an offering. I don't have to, but I want to because I need an atonement from God, so therefore I will share it with somebody else. Or I'm simply, I have mercy. I'm a good person. I have mercy upon people that are suffering. I want to help them out. This is the simple interpretation of charity. Comes along Torah and says, it's not called charity. It's called tzedakah. Tzedakah is not charity. Tzedakah means a tzaddik, one who is righteous, to do the right thing. I'm doing the right thing by giving tzedakah. Not that I have mercy, not that I care about someone. That's not why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I know it's the right thing. And by not doing it, I become a rasha. I become wicked. I don't want to be wicked. What does that mean it's the right thing? The Medvish tells us that God gives the rich man or the rich woman or rich person X amount of money, let's say $1,000, 
and $800 belongs to them, the rich person. $200, 20%, belongs to the poor man. And when the poor person comes to you for tzedakah, in essence, you are giving them their money. So you're not doing them any favors. You're not having mercy upon them. You're doing the right thing. You're giving them that which belongs to them. That is tzedakah. Furthermore, there's a mitzvah in the Torah. A commandment in the Torah. You have to give at least 10 to 20% of your money to charity. You don't have to feel anything. You don't have to care about people. You could be cold as ice. Regardless, the Torah gave you a mitzvah that is called tzedakah. Comes along Purim and it takes on a whole new meaning. On the holiday of Purim we are told not to give tzedakah to poor people, but rather to give matonos, to give gifts. There are two unique laws associated with a gift. Number one is, which means, if this person didn't do something good for me, I wouldn't give him a gift. The reason I'm giving you a gift is because you gave me pleasure. If you didn't give me pleasure, why would I give you a gift? Number one. Number two is, when it comes to a gift, when you give a gift, says the Gemara, call when you give a gift, you give a gift with a beautiful big eye, with a generous heart, that you want the person to really appreciate how much you love them and say, wow, this is amazing. So it's not like a nickel. I'm giving you a nickel. I'm giving you a nice amount that, wow, this is beautiful. Thank you. So a matana means larger than tzedakah. Tzedakah, I give a nickel. I did tzedakah. But if I give a gift, I want to give a gift that the person should walk away. Wow, thank you. That's amazing. That's called matana. Now, what does it mean I'm giving a person a gift for doing something to me? A man walks off the street. A woman walks off the street. They stretch out their arms. I have to give them tzedakah. And I have to feel good about it and feel that I'm giving them a gift because they did something for me. What did they do for me? So this is the message of Purim. This is the secret of the mitzvah. Number one, the Talmud says, more than the rich man does for the poor man, the poor man does for the rich man. Because when you give tzedakah to that poor person, you're getting back in the world to come many, many times over. Not only are you getting in the world to come after 120 years, but you're getting in this world health. You're making now more money by giving tzedakah. God pays you back many times over. You have success in all of your actions, in all of your endeavors. So more than you think you're doing for that person, that person is doing for you. And therefore... By the mere existence of that poor person, you now have the ability, A, to fulfill a mitzvah in the Torah, the mitzvah of charity, which is considered to be equivalent to all of the mitzvahs of the Torah, all 630 commandments. Furthermore, the mitzvah of tzedakah is considered to be today the most important mitzvah. It's the mitzvah that will bring about redemption in the world. So the mere fact that this poor person, this ani, this everyone exists, should give you joy to say, wow, I now have the opportunity 
to do this mitzvah. Because if he wasn't around, or she wasn't around, I would be missing one of the most important and essential mitzvahs of the Torah. It's like not having matzah on Pesach, right? Or not lighting the menorah on Hanukkah. If I cannot give to to the poor, I am missing an essential component of my existence. So not only should I be happy after I give the tzedakah, because I'm going to get back, but the mere fact that that person exists and allows me to give that tzedakah creates within me a tremendous satisfaction, a tremendous excitement, a tremendous joy that I see that person, wow, thank you for coming. I want to give you a gift, a gift that you're going to enjoy, you're going to be happy, and make you gladness of heart. So this is, this is the power of the mitzvah of matones levyonim to give gifts to the poor on Purim, not tzedakah to the poor. What we do, God does for us. So when we give in a big way, and we understand that by giving more, we get more back, we give even more, God on this day gives us from his hand that is full and that is overflowing. And God is infinite. So his blessings to us are infinite. <coughs> and what do we do? We stretch out our hand. Now it doesn't say you take a cup, you go around with a cup and ask for charity. It doesn't even say that you are to say anything. It says, Poishet Yod, stretch out your hand. Why your hand? Because your hand, even though your hand is, let's say, five inches, four inches, three inches, your hand can actually hold things a lot larger than it. You see? It's beyond my hand. And I could pile it up many, many layers. So when I'm stretching out my hand, I'm asking God not only to fill up my hand, but I'm asking for the width and the height and the depth up until the sky and beyond the sky. This is what I am requesting of God when I stretch out my hand. This is the power of the day. And now we understand what the Rambam says. That the mitzvah of giving gifts to the poor is even greater than feasting on the holiday of Purim. Now, the feast of the holiday of Purim is a feast that is Adilayoda. Until I don't know. What does that mean? It's very interesting that we say Lechaim and we drink and we drink wine and more Lechaim and more wine until you get so joyous that you don't know the difference between one thing and the other. Now, it's interesting that all the other holidays like Passover, Shavuos, and Sukkot in the Torah are known as you shall rejoice in your festivals. But there's a limit how much rejoicing. There were guards in the time of the temple that would go around to the houses to make sure people didn't go crazy, didn't get too intoxicated and wild on the holidays. And put him, no limitations. So when we reach this level, level of Adliyada, it has to also manifest in our actions that we give we give more than we understand. We give more than we can. We give more than the money in our bank account. And by doing this, by giving by giving these gifts to the poor beyond our comfort zone, God gives us gifts beyond His comfort zone. <laughs>
the previous Lubavitcher Rebbe, Rabbi Yosef Yitzchak, once stated that he needed money to print svarim, to print books. And it was a, a big amount of money at that time. And um, he was hoping that people would, would give the money needed to print and publish that safer, that book, or that set of books. And there was one person, he was a, a driver, like a cab driver. He didn't have a lot of means, but he was a chassid, and he said, look, the Rebbe said he needs money. So I'm going to get him that money. He didn't have the money. It was beyond his 10, 20%. But what did he do? He went and he borrowed money. And he gave this big sum of money to be able to publish those books. What happened was, very soon after, he became a tremendous usher. He became very wealthy. <coughs> the Rebbe explained what happened. How is it possible that he, he took one loan, he gave to Doc, he became so wealthy? So the Rebbe explained that this person was not a wealthy person. But by the fact that he went outside of his comfort zone, to do this mitzvah, he opened up new channels in heaven. And because he opened up these new channels in heaven, he said to God, I want to do this mitzvah. God provided for him to be able to do the mitzvah. And because he went beyond his comfort zone, God went beyond God's comfort zone. And therefore, he provided with him tremendous wealth and he became a big usher, he became a very wealthy person. So put him is a time of tremendous opportunity, of tremendous blessing and joy and happiness. And therefore, all we have to do is stretch out our hand. You don't have to say anything. God knows what you want. All you have to do is stretch out your hand. And in your mind, you have to think, God, money. God, health. God, children. God, Mashiach now. And you're going to see all the blessings be realized beyond your wildest dreams.